0: Welcome to the Live Life Out Loud Conversations. I'm your host, Nicole Long, owner and founder of Coaching for Life LLC and Coaching for Life Books. This is the podcast for all my multi-passionate creators and dreamers who are ready to tell their story and monetize their passions. We'll cover topics from A to Z in this podcast, all to help you, my multi-passionate friend, put something faith in action and really live your biggest dreams out loud. Let's do this. We have a special author interview for you today. So let's just get right to it. Thank you for this chance to kind of get a chance to interview you, learn a little bit more about you for both ourselves as your fellow authors of the Beauty My Best volume two, but then also to be able to repurpose this into the podcast where you get to share with your readers and viewers and fans and such thereafter. So first things first, if you would just tell us your name and who you are and a little bit about yourself.
1: Absolutely. My name is Dr. Brandy Reed, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, I currently work in a group private practice as the head of outpatient services. I, um, I'm excited to be here. I've, I don't know, I've always had a passion to want to write and do different things, and this is exciting. This is a really exciting project and process, so. Yay.
0: Yay. <laughs> and so
1: what, um, kind of give
0: us maybe I guess a little bit of background into the writing process of finding out about the beauty and like okay I want to be a part of that like you know were you always a writer have you been writing since you were like the age of 10 and kept journals or just give us a little bit insight into that background of who you
1: are. Yeah. A little bit of everything you just said. (laughs) Um, I remember being very young writing these little books that I would give to my grandmother, um, like making full on books with illustrations and everything. And um, I remember her saying to me, Oh, I'm going to keep these so that I can sell them one day. Um, She's not here with us, but that's okay. Um, So it, yeah, it's, it's certainly been something that's always kind of just been around and um, I've love journaling i love um reflecting i think once it's down on paper it becomes real in a different kind of way and it really can show you and teach you a lot more than when it's up in your head or even when you're talking to other people so it's an exciting process um sometimes it can be intimidating though because again once it's on paper it's real and you gotta (laughs) you gotta really sit with what you poured out so um you know, this process of joining in with this project was an exciting one, but also an intimidating one. Because it's like, okay, well, somebody's going to really read about this experience. And, um, you know, the fear of judgment is yeah. always there and expectations. So um, it's interesting, but I think the the big motivating Point in wanting to do it is that I knew that this year was going to be a year when I pushed out my work. Um, I had a, another book that I wanted to put out or will put out. And when I saw my friend Marissa, she goes by M Desiree on Facebook mm-hmm. do it was like kind of like a call for authors kind of post right. right. Um, back in I guess that would be late spring, early summer. Um, when I saw it on her page, I was like, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I love Marissa. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was a big motivation. Where it was like not even a second thought. I kind of have to just count it as a divine. Like this is just where you're supposed to be at, or what you're supposed to be doing. Just the title itself led me to know lead, led me to know that this is where um, my voice should be heard and shared with with the audience, the world. <laughs> right. No, and I love that.
0: It's you know, it's using. Your experiences and things that you've endured to enlighten and share and transform so many other women that have went through the same things, are going through the same things, will go through the same things. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And, kind of knowing, like for me, it provides a a security in that. It wasn't in vain, you know. Um, yeah. you don't go through your troubles thinking, okay, well, one day I'll write about it and it'll be all fine. No, it's not really like that. But right. It's kind of the healing process and it's part of knowing that, okay, fine. If I had to take one for the team so that someone <laughs> no else doesn't have to go through the exact same way I went through, then here I am. Yes. So I, I love that process and that thought process behind it. What would you say as a writer, aside from just knowing that, okay, I'm writing, and someone's going to read it because that's the ultimate result right (laughs) of writing what would you say is another intimidating or almost a point that stops others from saying yes to whether it's a project of writing an individual project hey just get off your butt and get the pen and paper what's Mm -hmm. what do you think in your experience stops people from just going through to the next
1: step you know, I think it's um, probably similar to what stops people from going to get therapy and what stops people from going to the hospital and what stops people from going to take care of any of those um, things that make you have to pull out what's hidden deep
0: mm-hmm. and
1: reflect and do something with it. Because again, once it's out there and it's not just in your head, you're responsible for it in a different kind of way. Yes. So, um, I think that part, that that part itself is intimidating and pushes people to kind of be like, eh, maybe I'll just sit with this a little bit longer right. <laughs> or eh, maybe a different medium would work. Who knows?
0: So, so far, knowing what you know now about this process thus far, would you volunteer and be like, yeah, I'm ready for volume three or six or whatever is coming next? Would you?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. First of all, you make it so easy. <laughs> I I wrote my own book, and I wish I had a you to help (laughs) facilitate that. Um, Because the writing process can be, like I said, it's intimidating, but sometimes it can feel a little lonely, and it can feel a little like, you know, like, ah, you don't really know where where to go or where to do, where to go or what to do with certain things. Um, Even what you're writing, like getting guidance or feedback about, what's helpful or what is speaking to certain people. Yeah. Having your um your editors give that feedback was really nice. You don't have that when you're doing it on your own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um yeah, I would absolutely sign up for volume three. I think it would be great.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah and so now for the other part of this actually getting to know you what's one thing that just looking kind of okay let's say like we're looked on your social medias we were nosy that way maybe we even started reading a little bit of some of the things you have out there or the book that's to come what do we not do what do we still not know about you that we can't find kind of on the internet and snooping around. So give us that one or two kind of internal thing you've been holding dear or that your near and dears know but that we should know. <laughs> ooh,
1: that's a loaded question. Okay. <laughs> I
0: know there was a couple in there.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so the thing that readers should know that they couldn't find on my social media. Um, ooh, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm an open book. There, of course, there are hidden pieces to everybody, but yes. um, I don't know that I am very, very ooh, yeah. I don't know how to answer that question. That's a good <laughs> one. I don't know how to answer that question. I think um, that I'm very interested in their feedback and how it helps to transform lives. I think my entire work from just everything that I do is about helping people to process their own stuff and make their lives better, whether that's in business or that's personal or it's within family. Um, That's my whole work. So I think that's probably something that maybe isn't very clear for my social media, that I'm very interested in knowing the feedback and how it works, how it helps somebody move through their life. Hmm. you don't always get that as a therapist or a coach or a consultant yeah. Yeah. you know so so what
0: brought you into the field of therapy
1: um <laughs> my family's crazy <laughs> i'm a little crazy um, and then i i worked at a a boys uh sorry, I worked at a juvenile probation facility. It was residential based um, for juvenile offenders. And um, I started out just because I needed a a steady job and regular income. And then I kind of was under the wing of the social worker at that time of the unit, the head one, well, two of them, but um, I just saw all what they were doing and I was like, this is so in alignment with what I know God wants me to do ultimately Mm -hmm. that it, it, really motivated me to go on and do my own grad program and then it's just been I don't know ripple effects throughout but yeah my family's crazy (laughs) and I'm crazy (laughs) Do you find
0: that people tease you, or just like, are you coaching me? Are you, you know, are you being there? I just want to talk to you. I don't want you to,
1: I don't want you to psychoanalyze oh, Do you get time. like those conversations All the time. <laughs> Their favorite word is brandy. I don't need to be on the couch today, or <laughs> please don't therapize me. Right. My ex husband, he um, was famous for it. He'd be like, "I'm not your client." Right. <laughs>
0: so do you actually find that you're guilty of doing that or is it just like like my husband always like are you coaching me right now no I'm really just simply trying to have a conversation with you like I'm "I'm really not (laughs) but I wonder on the outside looking in jokes aside if they really do like see that
1: (laughs) well I think the way my mind works is just in such a way of like I'm very inquisitive and I want to get to the under part and I yeah. wanna like in everything. I do it with yeah. myself all day. I do so, so <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't like someone on TV. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm fully that person that is watching the movie thinking, hmm, I wonder yeah <laughs> what their mother said like to them to think <laughs> that or <laughs> What their father did to me. Exactly. Exactly. I'm fully that person that yeah. goes there in my head. It's just the way that I think. And so I think some friends probably, a lot of my friends probably feel like, yeah, turn it off, girl. But they're the same ones who will call. They are. They are.
0: They know who to call when they really do need someone.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. <laughs>
0: So let me ask you this on a personal level, then how do you separate the work from just commonplace relationships and growing and thriving with other human beings?
1: Well, there's a a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, she has this kind of like tier system Mm
0: -hmm. that she
1: always talks about for friendships. And it's really helped me to create the boundaries and know who belongs where. And so the three tiers is connected, assigned, and then your inner circle. So the people who are in the inner circle, i make a conscious effort to know that it's not just about me pouring into them, but them also pouring into me. So being vulnerable enough to let them do that and not wanting to do the I'm good, I got it, but really letting them see me and all of my craziness. Then there's the people that you just assigned to that you're supposed to be helping and pouring into. And so the expectation is clear in that space because I know I'm doing what I, what I what God has asked me to do. Right. And then those that you're connected to, um, you share an experience or a time and it's just for that moment or that season. So it, I don't know. It just really helped me to separate how I interact with people so that I can try to keep it more clean right. um, and not blend those worlds too much. Yes, absolutely.
0: And I think that's actually a whole different podcast and conversation that I'm going to have to have you and your best friend back with and we can just unpack that all the way
1: absolutely yes
0: we need to do another one and unpack that because it's sometimes i find it hard or i find it a, a conversation that needs to happen amongst other entrepreneurs even not even in the you know psychology world but just even entrepreneurs themselves work from home especially have a hard time setting that bound those boundaries between that's my client, no that's my friend, no, that's my family, and then kind of turning off business when we're so used to always being on, because if we don't work, we're not working, right? So yeah. <laughs> you're not getting yeah. paid for your efforts if you're not working. All and right. so how that all ties in. And I think that in itself could work. And then going deeper into ministry, that also Helps some people and I work with a lot of pastor wives and kind of their role in, and a lot of the complaints and not to put it all of us on blast, but some of those complaints are, I don't have a true friend because the people in your church are still your first yeah. church still people that you're responsible in shepherding, yeah. but they feel like you can't be our authentic self because yeah. we are a judgy culture. And so, yeah. you know, it's all of those things. And so kind of knowing where that goes and how to fit, I think is healthy. Um, a yeah. necessary conversation at this juncture for some of my audience, for myself, and your audience who will probably be able to benefit from it. And we just need to talk about it.
1: Yeah, let's so
0: do it. We're gonna put that on the list. <laughs> we're gonna have to have that conversation.
1: Let's do it, let's okay,
0: do it. Okay, so aside from kind of just being the lover of all things learning, what else do you do in your downtime?
1: I try to not think <laughs> in my downtime. <laughs> I How's that working things. out for you? Not <laughs> real. I haven't quite found it. Um, but I try to do things that are just really, really um, peace driving. So being near the water, looking out, mm-hmm. um, sometimes just watching TV. Have you met just,
0: before? Like, I feel like we have kids just
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I love a good Law & Order marathon. Mm-hmm. I will sit there and watch that all day. Um, SVU, not all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. only SVU. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I think. Yeah, I think those are really my peaceful times. Worship is my peaceful time. Good. Yeah. Um, that's a big one. Yeah, okay. when I can get into good worship, it just sets the tone. So.
0: Yeah. So, what's your favorite worship song right now?
1: Ooh. Ooh, his great name, by um, Todd Delaney. Okay, Delaney. Delaney. Mm-hmm. Delaney. Yeah. Nice. I, I listened to that on repeat. Okay, pulling up some of my. That copy. whole album, the yeah. the two, to Africa. Uh-huh. I think it's called to Africa or live to Africa, something to Africa. That whole album is just it'll just send you in to okay. some things. Yeah. I'll have to look it up i also yeah, like I united I, mean, so I also like um oceans by yes. um, Hillsong song yes united.
0: yes that stays on repeat
1: yeah. that <laughs> helped me. Like, again <laughs> that helped me through a lot of my dissertation writing yeah
0: <laughs> I, I believe that i believe <laughs> that. okay so here's some just kind of get to know you kind of questions okay so this kind of repeat with our respond with the answer that first comes to mind and so innocent Nothing too deep, okay? (laughs) Okay. Okay, R&B or country for your music choice? R&B. Okay. Apple or Android? Apple. Okay. Walking or running? Walking. Shopping or reading?
1: (laughs) Shopping. (laughs) Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Okay, cardio or weights? Ooh, um, weights
0: okay toast
1: or eggs eggs
0: ice cream or cookies ice cream phone call or text phone call oh gosh (laughs) all right swimming or sunbathing swimming cake or pie cake new clothes or new phone new clothes rich friend or a loyal friend
1: Ooh, loyal friend, for sure.
0: Football or basketball? Basketball. Work hard or play hard?
1: Play hard. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you for
0: playing my question game. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. So when you say play hard,
1: what are you doing? What is your play? Vacation. Okay, what's your favorite place to go? Ooh, I've been to Jamaica 12 times. Um, Really? Primarily because that's where my ex-husband was from, (laughs) but also family Uh huh. So, do you have family dual residency? What's going on? No, no dual residency. I wish I did. I think if I ever get a chance to retire, it will. Well, I'm sure I will get a chance to retire. But if I decide to move into another country, it probably will be Jamaica. Um, Okay, so you're going to be my contact
0: for getting our book out there.
1: Yes, I love Jamaica um let me see another favorite place has been the dominican republic and now a new favorite is belize i just got back from belize yeah belize was maze balls i didn't think it was going to be as great as it was but it was so what very peaceful peaceful the it's so peaceful and the water and the people and it's just everything i needed in this season (laughs) it was everything i needed um the people are really, really nice and they don't seem to come with a lot of pretenses. Like in other countries, you can just kind of feel it in the air sometimes. Yeah. And then when you talk to the people, you can tell that they're, especially men, some of them are, um, they have an agenda. Okay. It's, more than, it's not your general agenda of um, I just want to sleep with you. It's its more, you know, oh. it's the immediate, Oh my gosh, I love you. Oh, and it's, it's weird. It's a weird vibe sometimes when you travel. And bullies, I didn't feel that at all. It was very, it was just, it was just better. It was, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, because that's on my um, actual places to go. So I really- You yeah, should
0: go! Yeah, we, we gotta, we gotta talk some more. Figure something yes. out. Yes! Yes, let's
1: that, do that, it. That was amazing.
0: Look, I, mean, I gotta go stock Beautiful. your page. You got pictures on there? <laughs> you, have pictures? Huh?
1: you have pictures up yet so I can go stock your page? Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't know if the picture served it justice, but yeah. I mean, it was just beautiful. Like the waters, I, I don't know how, like, water is my reset. Like, I, yeah. I equate water with my relationship with right. God, and it's just mm-hmm. so much. Um, it was just so pretty. It was just so pretty. It was so clear, and I had this um, experience where. We did snorkeling, and I thought that, oh, okay, well, it'll be like regular snorkeling. You get out the boat, you look around, you get back in the boat. Right. (laughs) But this particular snorkeling experience, they took us all the way out, Mm -hmm. out, out, out. And I was like, listen, pool swimming and ocean swimming are very different, (laughs) and I don't know that I can handle this. And I got very scared, and I had to go by myself, because my friends, um, one of them had gotten sick, and the other one, she doesn't swim, so she just stayed on the boat. Okay and um it was just a whole like revelation i mean we could talk about it another day but it was just such a revelation in the idea of going alone Mm -hmm. one two not being distracted by what's around you and staying focused and trusting your guide yeah god being god right Um, and really going busting through those fears because had i turned back around Yes. the other people that were connected on that tour would have had to turn back and that's not great. right? Um, and then also if I had turned back around, I would have robbed myself of seeing all of that amazing stuff that I got to see. Um, I mean, there were sharks and stingrays and barracudas. I feel like I was living the lyrics of Indyiree's song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what's the name of that song? Um, God is real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I felt like I was living those lyrics and it was just like if I had turned back around because I was scared because it was too much or I felt like I couldn't handle it I would have missed out on seeing all of that and the reality is I could handle it and it was fine and the guy knew that which is why he was looking at me crazy when I was like you just ain't near me and he was just like (laughs) <laughs> he probably gets that all the time <laughs> he probably does and he, and, and I just americans <laughs> yes and just kind of thinking about that in your relationship yeah. with god it's like yeah. the stuff that we get all panicky and freaked Where out about feet? where's your faith god is like you you got this you're fine yeah. just I'm come right home yeah. yeah i'm right here yeah and literally being submerged in all of this water, I'm literally surrounded by God is what I had to keep telling myself. That's it was awesome. a it was just a great revelation and um, encouragement. That's been going on this year for me. Good. I'm loving it. I'm
0: loving the break yeah. the connection and making it all like makes the, the dominoes are all aligning up. So that's yeah. yeah. It, it was, it was so great. Awesome. And I don't even know if anyone like you know, when they listen, if they caught on to even what you said as far as just turning back, not only if I turn back, I would miss out, but then all the others have to turn back with me. Yeah. Sometimes, and I just talked about this in the interview with Crystal earlier, it's not necessarily even about us. Like, yep. the we have to say yes to the things we have to, like, gird our truth and just do anyway has yep. to be the release for so many others yep. that are coming after us. Yeah. And it's not just you know? raising and elevating ourselves, it's raising and elevating those behind us who are just mm-hmm. ready or just waiting to see. Like, if just, if I just knew one person who did it, and then you do it, and then they're like, well, there's that excuse. I guess I got to do it now.
1: <laughs> you know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? Exactly. That, that's awesome. Okay.
0: So, to wrap you up, and I appreciate your time frame and working with me through the glitches, what would you say is your
1: superpower? My superpower is God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And segueing right into
0: that, <laughs> a little tease of what you wrote in volume two.
1: Ooh. Okay. So um, my chapter is about loving yourself the way God loves you. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and um, I took an experience of complete, foolishness with this man complete foolishness <laughs> and was able to see yeah. the bigger picture of it all and um seeing how seeing myself the way God loves me would have helped me to not yeah. engage in some of that foolishness yeah. if i had just seen myself the way that God sees me oh,
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yep, yep. right there was so are so many others so, are so many others. I'm really excited for the rest of the world to get their hands on it, to read it, to be to experience. brand. I'm so excited. We're definitely going to have you back and we're going to talk more on other subjects later, but thank you Let's so do much it. for being part of the author interview series and I can't
1: wait. Me too. Thank you so All much. Right. For it was me. such a pleasure. Thanks. Take care. Bye.
0: Oh my goodness, what a great interview it was. Thank you so much for joining in, listening to Brandy Reed and I. To hear more about our story, check out Volume 2 of The Beauty in My Mess. And we have both Volume 1 and Volume 2 available. TheBeautyMyMess.com We'll be back.